different perspectives. This has nothing to do with your talent. But a shared experience. Like, again, y'all not slick, we, we pee. You don't even know how to wear it. Black Girl Roundtable. All right. Good morning, congregation. If you would all pull out your good books, the bougie black girl handbooks, and turn to Bad Bitchulations, chapter 2, verse 17. If thou dost drop it low, then you ought pick it up slow. And if you do popped, popped, popped that thing, then indeed your man will say, oh, glory. Amen. What a word. Turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor, 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 neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, y'all? <laughs> oh, my God. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Roundtable. I'm Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And we here, back at it for another week. I'm not even going to ask y'all how this week was, because I feel like life is just kind of like up in the air in mm. general right now. So what's understood doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> mm, I got my toe far, so that's all that <laughs> Right, that's all that matters. Tell Feezy's in this bitch. That is all that And I got two, because they got me one too, so you know. <laughs> fancy. Oh, you fancy, huh? Mm. Listen, shout out to all the Black-owned um, luxury bags. I'm here for this whole wave. So my Brandon Blackwood is on deck. I just found out I'm getting a bonus at my muggle job in the next couple of weeks. So I'm really hyped to, to be able to get that bag too. And then I really want to get myself a tote and carry set for Christmas. Ooh. You know, got to travel in style. Mm-hmm. There was another one. Jelena just sent me another one too. Noor, um, who them people, Jelena? Oh, Noir Apparel. Yes. Noir Apparel. That shit is cute. So I need one of those now. I need y'all to put y'all chrome bags back and stop. Listen. Like every time I try to buy one, they gone. They gone. <laughs> Isn't that the... The um people with the uh, the luggage luggage people, no, no, they don't have oh, luggage. But I do know who you talk about. You know, Tote and Carry does luggage. Um, Tote and Carry does like uh, book bags and duffel bags, and I think they might do suitcases too. But I want the book bag duffel bag set. Maybe it's a little high, but but they're good. They're like that fake, you know, not fake, but you know that like quality like faux crocodile material, right? And they have them in pink. And I want one. So, yes. Get your get your Black-owned luxury brand. Especially if you're a Black woman. Oh, give a Black woman... A, give a Black person a tail far today. Right. Those is my reparations. I'm just saying, I ain't get nothing on Juneteenth. So, and y'all got a day off. What the hell? You don't even know how to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> No, my thing is I keep seeing people, people cutting the straps off of theirs on TikTok, and it's making me sad. 
They're like, it would be oh. so much cuter if it didn't have like the the longer straps. No, it and they wouldn't. Just... You defiled a telfar. No, just like, just give me the bag. Children, 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 children. Because I don't know what's wrong with you. Why do you want to hold your bag like that? Like this, like, like this, this. like the whole time, the whole time. I can see like doing it like this for like a cute picture or something, and picture. then you know what I do? Bloop. Right. Because when it's time to move, I need to. Need to move. Listen, <laughs> I'm a little too caught up in this Y2K aesthetic because as somebody who lived in that era where we had them little ass coach bags that didn't have a strap, and so you had to hold the shit in front of your hand like a fucking pooch, like it was not a fun time. Like, or you tried to, God forbid, you got a chunky upper arm, you try to slide that bitch through the. You know, gotta take your bag like off this, your shoulder to. Or you just stuck all up it. under your arm. And then it's like the winter time, so you have like puppy ass coat on. I'm actually look, like right now looking at Brandon Blackwood bags, being like, hmm. I want you the lavender checker print one. I love them all. I want the mini tote bag. All of it. Anyway, with all of that being said, shout out to everybody who secured they tell Feezy. Black girls, black people. If you ain't get one yet, that's okay. Your time is coming. Telfar really cares about us, and he be really wanting us to have these bags. So I want that new duffel coming. bag too. You saw that, duff, that new duffel bag? Yes. Well, he's isn't no Brandon Blackwood is coming out with a shopping bag too. I was like, oh, I could be in the grocery store, like right in my Brandon Blackwood. Yes, mm-hmm. my Brandon Blackwood groceries. Get out of here. Just has a really nice tote, like a big tote. Mm-hmm. It's like 250 that I'm like, hmm. I wouldn't mind a far hat either. I could get behind the hats. I'm not, I'm not super I don't like clothes. I don't like, I'm not really, it's not that I don't like the clothes. They're just not my style, but I do like the hats. I want him to come up with a, with a, with a gold buckle because I don't really do silver. Mm. Me either. So I need a gold buckle. But with all of that being said, let's definitely hop right into this week's episode, starting off with our trending topics. Ooh, what are we going to start with first? We're going to start with Lizzo? Yeah. Sure. All right. If y'all don't leave Lizzo alone, first of all, let's let's talk about that. Because I feel like every other fucking week, we got to talk about y'all in Lizzo's fucking business. So before we say anything else, let's just leave leave her alone. I feel like fucking Chris Crocker. Talking I was about just this. thinking that. <laughs> Leave Lizzo fucking alone. Right now. Leave Lizzo alone. (laughs) Please. Well, shout out to Chris. Don't get me wrong. Love you. Believe it's they. But yes, love you. And they even was talking about like during like this like whole conversation about Britney about how the fact still remains like literally leave her alone. Like if you are not wishing her well or trying to get like you just want a story like just leave her alone let her have her privacy yes you know they were right too like it i think it's really ironic how much like we made fun of chris crocker at that time like it it, at the root of it like britney's fans have always known that like she was something wasn't right so shout out to to chris for having like the foresight really to be like y'all need to get up off her immediately yes Um, whoever won um but regardless, girls, let's move along to Lizzo. Um, so yeah, so per usual, y'all are up in Lizzo's business. Lizzo went to the Millennium Tour, which I'm sure she had a great ass time because anybody who grew up in the 90s, early 2000s would have a ball at the Millennium Tour. 
and one Christopher Brown was there. Maurice, is that his middle name? Christopher Maurice. It is. Wow. Former Breezy. <laughs> she never forgets. Um, and one Christopher Maurice Brown was there. And Lizzo, I'm sure being a former Breezy, like many of us were back in a time before we knew better, was excited and wanted to take his picture and said something to the effect of, oh my God, Chris, can I please take a picture with you? You're like my favorite person ever or favorite person in the world, something of that effect. And per usual, you know, the trolls had to hop on her social media, jump in her comments, start saying, how can you support Chris Brown? How can you cheer for Chris, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I will pass to y'all. I know Chris has a very long, very complicated, very sketchy, past, present, and presumably future. Um, But how do we feel about Lizzo's excitement for Chris Brown? Do we feel like she was supporting him? Like, like what do we even do with this? I don't really think you do anything with it. Like, I just think, for me, I'm like, okay, Lizzo, that's weird that he's your favorite person or that you're super duper hyped to see him. But at the same time, I cannot say that I care enough to be like, Lizzo, how dare you? Would I do the same thing? I would like to say no, but in my mind, knowing, you know, how much of a Chris Brown fan I was as a kid, like, you know, I might like, oh my god, Chris Brown, I loved your music, da-da-da. So, like, I get it, particularly, like, if you grew up in that, like, Chris Brown's peak era, like, the exclusive era, this, you know, his first few albums, like, I completely understand that, um... Favorite person was a bit of a stretch. I think maybe that was alcohol induced, but um Agreed. Uh, you know, I don't have any strong feelings. I understand where people are coming from when they're like, girl, I mean abusive. Like, how's he your favorite person? Like, I I get that. I really I get the criticism. I just think like I don't know. I feel like also I feel like people are way, way, way more critical of like uh Lizzo than they are of like other people. Like all these people who do songs with him, y'all don't be on them, and they don't be do saying a fucking them. word. Right. So like y'all didn't y'all didn't say nothing to Jen um Jenayoko. You didn't say anything to Tiana Taylor. Who... That is not how you say that child's name. I should. Janae Aiko. Aiko. What? <laughs> Close enough. Close I'm enough. Screaming. Um. No. Sorry. But um, actually, I quite enjoy her music, but I just don't. Um, but um, um, other people that like actually like work with Chris, like I think Young Thug, y'all don't like y'all don't ever come for these people. Like, how dare you support him? Like, so why do y'all constantly come for Lizzo? Hmm. But yeah, so I just you know that's why I'm like I do not care. Like, cause y'all be listening to all kinds of people who like do all kinds of stuff. So like, yeah, that's really you know. it. Jelena? No, I'm kind of with Asha. Like, I don't, I personally don't have a reaction to it. It's just like, like, I feel like I would be her. Saying he's my favorite person is a bit of a jump too. But in the moment, like, again, like you said, we all grew up in this time frame. And you damn skippy if I've seen Chris Brown or I had the chance to meet him. I'm nine times out of ten, the 12 year old me is going to jump out and be like, oh, shit is Chris Brown (laughs) like 
right. wait a minute, like celebrity or not, it's going yeah. to happen. Do I think, like Gus said, do I think that her being like, oh, you're my favorite person? She probably was exaggerating. Like, is he really her favorite person? Probably not. Like, why are y'all no. making it seem like she was on her knees kissing this man's feet? Like, he was the best thing since sliced bread. But, like, the internet's reaction is was really blowing me because it went from, oh, we just talking about Lizzo to now they done drag other people in it. Like, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe Normani and Chloe they followed the baby. And now Lizzo was doing this with Chris. Every time we think you're taking a step forward for women, we're really taking steps back. And I'm like, I get it. I get what you're saying. But, like, that's that's a lie that's the projection is real i have a, I have a question about that actually like how do, same how do people how do people know who be following each other like I, thank I, you like how do you like what because people have do? no apps they just got too much fucking time on their hand and they out here swiping and scrolling scrolling and swiping like, just you know, looking like, through so and so unfollowed each other or so and so followed each other i'd be like how did y'all figure that out? They be looking. People people have nothing better to do with their time. And I'm just, my whole thing with like, I think that this is really just indicative of what we've talked about on this podcast since it started, which is like, y'all just really, you, you really think that Black women are easy targets. And so anytime a Black woman does something moderately against or something that you disagree with, whether it's big or small, you take it as an opportunity to not only come for her, but to also come for Black women as a unit. And I don't know what type of sickness, what type of therapy you need to fix that, but I suggest you start working on it immediately because you're really struggling. Like something, it's it's giving obsessed, it's giving psychotic, I need you to do better. But then it's also just like, I talk to people about this. Like we talk about, and I really want people to start thinking about Black women the same way we talk about, you know, women versus men, Black versus white, et cetera. And again, intersectionality you need to think about it as a whole identity even if black women did nothing wrong which i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it i'm not saying we perfect but in the grand scheme of things as a unit we do very little incorrect sorry it's my personal take i don't really feel like we be doing much to bother anybody but except for you even if you swear to god that men are the best thing on earth y'all need to get your shit together all right i go like, even if Black women, even if the pygmies, even if we all corrected all of our behavior, if we walked inside, color, you know, walked on the sidewalk, didn't jaywalk, colored inside the lines, all of that, and did nothing that you think is wrong, what about society would drastically change? Would Chris Brown be in jail right now? Would the baby be charged for you know shooting or you know whatever for would the baby be in trouble for not supporting meg would tory lanes be in jail for the rest of his life would white supremacy end would misogyny end no and why is that because it is not the job of the oppressed to fix the systems that are enabled and created by the oppressors white folks i'm looking at you black men i'm looking at you and so all this energy that y'all have for Black women, I'm not saying that Lizzo is like absolved from criticism. I think it's really valid to critique and to offer some pushback, you know, to to Black women as a whole, especially the younger generation, because we really did just get on, you know, our aunties and our grandmas and our moms for being like, oh, but R. Kelly, like, we do kind of have to think like, ah, 
we might be teetering on the same line here. And I think that's a fair conversation and criticism to offer, but the energy has to match. And what I'm, cause like scrolling through Chris Brown's Instagram right now, I see August Alcina on here. I see Pharrell on here. I see the Migos on here. I see who else? Um, like you said, Janae Aiko is on here. Danny Lay is on here. You know, I could go on. Like Young Thug, like you said, all these people. And I ain't hear no fucking smoke for that. I ain't see no headlines, no TMC articles, no hot takes, no right. round table discussions about none of that shit. And why is that? Um, there you go. Exactly. They, there they is. always one. It's, I feel like it's just because it's Lizzo. And anytime she does anything, they just want to say something. And again, you also have a problem with Lizzo because, again, racism, there's so racism has so many like little nasty ass upsets. And two of those are colorism and fat phobia. And most of the time, fat phobia and colorism go hand in hand because y'all mm-hmm. don't like dark skinned big women or brown skinned big women. So you think that Lizzo is not supposed to have fun or make any kind of mistakes or do anything that is like not super duper you know like straight line narrow and so you nitpick on her because of who she is and how she appears like again y'all not slick we we peep yeah every time and i also want to point out for her for normani for everybody in general like y'all be like oh i'm buttoned up i'm not this i don't be showing my ass on the internet this that third and when you don't get the same type of praise love you're mad like i did every i did everything right and she's doing everything wrong so why are people celebrating her and i'm not married with 10 children yet the aisha curries of the world oh my god sit down and also, y'all give that y'all give that lady Aja Curry too much too much power over y'all's whole persona. That lady is rich, and then she had the nerve to have her ass out on the internet two years later. Like you, right? You can literally do that, but y'all put her on such a high pedestal because she, I don't know, is light skin and wears frilly skirts. Like Bitch, not everybody wants to wear a maxi dress all the fucking time. The time and if right. you do then that is perfectly fine. But if that's not me, that does not make me a Jezebel. And if I want to, do it, you know, like, anyways, I always say this to people, like, man, mm. the niggas go give you a ring one way or another to just be a hoe. Like, or if, he, if he's not, then, then fuck him. Who cares? Like, right. I want you to understand that men, real, like, real men who don't give a, like, who are like for you, for you, they do not care about your body count or what you wear on the internet. They do not oh, care. They do not care. They, they do not do care. Not. Also, it's plenty of niggas out here for all of us. I don't understand why y'all be battling. They're literally plentiful. If I go out, if I step outside my door right now, I'm a trip over like four of them. And it doesn't matter if you go everywhere. If you go to the gym five times a day, seven days out of the week, if he's going to cheat on you or string you along, that's simply what that man is going to do. So you're asking. Why? That's a sickness I never catch. I've never would have. I never. Why does Lizzo get all the kind of praise? Why? Because Lizzo is pretty and she's rich and she's successful. That's why. Period. In the story, she's a bad bitch. Okay, that is it. Like, that is it. Like, and you're like, oh, like if if Chris Brown's one of her favorite rappers or favorite artists, singers. Many of y'all still like Chris Brown, like, and you know, I question 
you know, I raise an eyebrow, but mm. you know what? I get it and I let it be. You know what? I mean, I mean, I just feel like I don't get it, but I let women, it be. There is so little that we can enjoy. I do wish she would keep it to herself and keep it quiet. But I feel like as black as black people, but specifically as you know black femmes, I feel like we're all entitled to our problematic phase, right? And so everybody has everybody has their problematic fave, and you don't don't be advertising for them. You give them as little money and attention as possible. But shit, sometimes you gotta get through the day. None of this shit is my fault. None of it. None of this shit. None of it is my fault. And so now I gotta fix all this shit because y'all mad? No. I'ma pick my thing. And I better be able to go to Janae Aiko's Instagram with her skinny, light-skinned self and y'all better be giving her that same energy. And you're not. You're not. Definitely not. But again, if you're listening to R. Kelly, uh, block me. Thanks. That man ran a cult. Like, come on now. It's, it's not levels, but it's levels. But anyway... Yeah, but like, no, like that man definitely ran a whole cult. I'm not running, I'm not giving R. Kelly or Chris Brown any money at this point in my life. Like, it's just not where I'm at. And, like, let's exactly. make that abundantly clear. Chris Brown is a misogynistic, abusive asshole. Like, if we say nothing else, like, let's exactly. just throw it out there. Chris, right. Chris in 2021 is not giving what 20, 2009 Chris Brown. Yeah, not at all. Not in any way. Two different niggas. But in the strength of like, I'm at the Millennium Tour listening to 2009 Chris Brown, I understand why she was like, oh my God. Yeah. And he came out as a surprise. He's not on the lineup. So it's like, oh, I'm having a good time. And oh my God, Chris Brown comes out to perform. If you had a Bow Wow Millennium Tour set, and Chris Brown come out to sing Shorty Like Mine. Exactly. And that's what happened. <laughs> You're not going to shut it. T- Listen. I'm really going to be the only thing that keeps me up when I'm when feeling, I'm feeling down. down. I don't know about you, but I keep my arms around. <laughs> I look, I don't search. And it's hard to find another Shorty Like Mine. I won't finish it. Addicted to how we can... Okay, I'm not. When <laughs> you say it me, but a newbie could be so wicked. All right, we're done. We're done. You got a girl, but she ain't nothing like... <laughs> Come on, y'all. Anyway, Lizzo, we we understand, girl. Keep, keep as a former Breezy, my damn self. I understand. I understand. Just keep it to yourself next time, girl. Right. But just, just a bit of I get it. Now, John to Austin and popping. That was his business, and Chris was just the was just the medium. Still right. one of my favorite, still one of my favorite verses, of course, was like that first like verses to where it was like Neo and Jonte Austin was the best one, and I won't, I will not hear otherwise. That, that one, one was I, we great. can we can talk about our favorite verses if y'all want to, because those were whoa. I've had, I think now they're getting a little played out to where it's like okay, end this now, but I'm like I it. think, like yeah, I'm over it now. But when they were first, like those first, like I would say ten. Wow. Yeah. It's that one and probably Jill and Erica are tied. And the rest of them were good, but I could I could do without. I loved Jill and Erica. Um of course Teddy Riley and uh Babyface. Teddy you know. Riley was getting on my nerves. I loved I it was doing a lot. They was doing a lot. That's why Teddy they Riley two. was doing a lot. Hey, don't put that on. Baby, don't yeah, put yeah, that that's on true. Baby. Yeah, you're right. you're right. You're <laughs> right. Ah. Don't put baby face in this shit. He do. He said his little studio. He gave us moisturized poppy and was like, I'm ready. 
right he was there with his uh with his guitar and that is about it supple skin and that's what he showed up with teddy got a band and backup singers for no damn reason and this was before verses became a pr- this production. Was, right. This, this was, was in the house verses. You know what, Teddy Riley? You are, and you're still a pioneer, huh? Aren't you? Because they definitely was starting to do. Can then you imagine to- being babyface? Like, I'm sitting in my house. And this man has a, like, a team. <laughs> a team. And, P- and, and still can't there. get it together. They told me to sit in my house and play the songs. They didn't tell me to have a band. Wait a minute. I'm in my home studio. Wait. I and they was... And they was wild you know, today. Like, they was all like, yeah, build yeah, a yeah. stage." They know they really like. I was like, "Teddy Riley, is this your con? Like, what is what is this? Where is this you your at? You don't fucking rented a Superdome. Where yeah, is he right where now? It was uh, that. I think. It, let me see. Who's also do I really like? I actually, it was pretty recent, but I actually really like the te- the um Keith Sweat and Bobby no, Brown verses. No, and I don't know why. I just no. I don't know. Maybe it was comedic. It was more comedic for me. I was gonna say neither one of them can sing no more, and it just was giving rusty, no. crusty uncle. I think that's why I found it so funny. I was like, "This is uncles at the cookout," because like Bobby Brown was very much sober, like good for him for sobering yes. up, right? Um, but Keith Sweat was very much not. Um, <laughs> He's like, you know, man, you know, I'm just trying. And, and uh, my friend was like, You're not driving, are you? So, but he needs to get him some water because he, yeah, Bobby Brown, when Bobby Brown tells you, you need to get some water, you need to reevaluate the night because yeah. Bobby used to be turned, right? And Bobby Brown, I was like, Sweetie, you need to sit down and be like, Okay, maybe I need to sit down, right? Bobby, Bobby told me to sit down, I might need to sit down. And this is the last one before we move on. I will just acknowledge the elephant man and um Yes, that was, that was a good one. Did, I played oh, that and, verses and in my house. DMX too. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, rest in peace, man. I'm getting sad again. Y'all know I love DMX. Yeah, no, that was it was a it was a really, really good one too. I'm so glad he got his flowers before, yeah. he, before yeah. he left. And I wasn't, I didn't really understand the matchup at first, but then when I really sat down and thought about it, like, I said, this is a good, this is a good pair up. Right. No, you know, their music was oddly, like, not super the same, but it worked together. Yeah. It was very much think East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. I think we always think of Snoop Dogg in our generation versus, like, who he was. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause now he's like a pop culture icon, but he's yeah. a rap icon. True, and I always say you can you can debate me to this till the, the the till the day I die. If DMX had not had the addiction issues he would have, I think that we would regard him as like the goat. Cause I feel like DMX could rap circles around every last one of these niggas. Yeah. yeah. He had like classics. He had like classic kids, and I think people still respect him. Like, yeah, they don't put him in like goat category, but like he should be. He should be, and he has like definitely earned it in terms of his skill and his brand. Like the the DMX like Rough Riders brand. Like, yeah, I don't know a rapper in the game who didn't respect DMX. Can't think of one. Screaming. Alrighty, well, tangent one complete. Lizzo, we support you, girl we we understand and leave her alone just just keep your all the all the former brazies i know it's hard because them first two albums really the first three four if we're gonna keep it a buck but just we gotta we gotta we gotta set the boundaries y'all yes
what is up you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of black girl roundtable please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to share with someone who you think might enjoy we are available on all major streaming platforms and on youtube definitely make sure you are following us on our social medias links to that will be in the description and let's get back into the episode Moving right along, let's go ahead and talk about our next trending topic, um, which is Miss um, Zazie Beats, which is not her government name. Really not understanding why that was the choice for our stage name, since you are, to my knowledge, not a DJ or a producer, but correct me in the comments respectfully if I'm wrong. Was she trying um, to be, though? Was that like the goal? I don't, right? I'm like, is she a rapper? Like, Do you what? Scat? Like... <laughs> Get out of here, Dana. It's like, well, did she skate? <laughs> did, you know, remember, like, how Lakeith Stanfield was also, like, low-key, like, a rapper or something else, and then, like, Idris Elba also DJs? I feel like it's like, something it. like that. Because every time I see a festival lineup, and they be like, hey, Idris Elba, it still just catch me off. Talk about y'all lying. I feel like, Gretchen, I feel like Regina, stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to make Idris Elba a DJ. We don't want it. She's we don't want it. <laughs> let me fucking tell you. You got to be real sure of yourself to buy a ticket to a party where the DJ <laughs> is fucking yourself. I'm buying a con. I'm definitely. I went to a party where the 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 actor, the light skin, like uh, pretty eyed actor from CSI. Las Vegas? Bitch, I thought you was about to say Michael Ely. I said, <laughs> No, why did I think the same thing? I'm like, Michael Ely he looks is like, do you know actor, you know what actor I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, yes. I do know who you're talking about. I know about. who you're talking about now, though, yes. He, oh, was the, he was the DJ. I went to a party where he was the DJ. No. But did what? they say it was like, DJ from starring the nigga from CSI, or did they just be like, everybody trying to be like Childish Gambino? It's not for you. You no. can't do. You I can't mean, have all and, these jobs. And Childish Gambino understood that, like, I need a different persona for all of the shit I do. So when I'm an actor, I'm Donald. When I'm rapping, I'm childish. Like he understood that he needed to separate the two and then just have us discover that right. he was that guy. Oh my God. But like. You need Idris. You need to. What was his DJ name? He don't have one. Idris Elba. DJ Idris Elba. <laughs> well, maybe he does have one, but I feel oh, like if I, I, look it up. I go to a DJ set, but no, as, as, as an established actor, particularly of his age, no offense, because again, I love Idris Elba. But like, <laughs> as an established actor, if I hear who can be the DJ tonight, DJ. I don't know. Mix a lot. No, 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 no. He got a real DJ name. Shut up. Don't read. Do not read this on air because I just looked it up and I have no. <laughs> we will not participate in this tomfoolery interest. Oh, no, I'm, I'm reading you, it out loud. You need to stop this at once. I'm reading it out loud. He's too old to be going by that. You need to stop this immediately. Absolutely not. Oh, he need to stop. Idris, what is it just? Uh, I oh my lord! Word. It's no, it's not <laughs> little, Dri- little Driz, is it? DJ Big Driz. <laughs> DJ, oh. 
I thought it was. I thought it was. It says little Driz. Maybe it's big Driz now. Either way, big Driz, little Driz. I don't want none of it. And it better be like hardcore hip hop because let you play a fucking EDM song. It just, I think I'm he is an EDM DJ. I do think he's Ew, an EDM DJ. Wow. I hope not. No, 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 no. I think he might be. This is exactly why. No. I need you to be like a fat man scoop DJ, not no. I think he's like a hip hop EDM DJ. Just oh, woke God. up one day. I mean, you allowed to reinvent yourself, but like, come on now, you got to ease us into this There's shit. There's limits to reinventing yourself. Look, <laughs> we're gonna. Add, I'm gonna hold that for something you need to hear. There's limits right? to reinventing yourself. <laughs> Zazzy motherfucking Beats, who, based on my Google research, is not a rapper or a DJ of any kind, um, has been cast as Stagecoach Mary um, in an upcoming Netflix project. Now, if you all are not familiar, Stagecoach Mary is um, a, a little known, but very, very interesting. She's one of my favorite, like, Black history figures, um, just because she was, like... She was like an 1800s version of like bad bitches to me because that bitch like shooting, fighting, stabbing, and drinking in her hoop skirt or whatever the fuck it is they had on at that time. And I'm here for that. And so it's just a really great opportunity for not only a black woman to to have a, a role and a role that's tied to like kind of like the the slavery, early black history genre that's not like 12 years of slave picking cotton energy. Um, it's just, it's, it's just a great opportunity to, to cast a dark skinned woman to, to cast a dark skinned woman who is of bigger stature um, in height and in build. Um, and so the fact that, you know, they cast Zazie, um, it's just disheartening to a lot of Americans, um, specifically a lot of black American women. Um, and it really opens up a conversation about, you know, light skin and roles that literally were made based on people who are, we have historical evidence where we're dark skin. So I'll pass to Jelena first. Any initial thoughts about Zazie No Beats? Cause she not a DJ? <laughs> Zazie No Beats? I'm screaming. I uh like we kind of talked about it earlier. It's just like, why did you take the role? And that's not just for yeah. her, that's just for anyone who the role comes across and it's like this person is clearly this is not a fictional character they really existed like and you clearly see y'all are two completely different complexions why why like let somebody else have it this has nothing to do with your talent anything it's just like to me i would be uncomfortable like i know i'm gonna get backlash i know people are gonna be pissed why put yourself in that position like it's weird and then also yeah. just like that's just weird to me. <laughs> I don't understand. Like to me, I have the same reaction to this as I did when they said that Scarlett Johansson was going to be a ghost in the shell. Like, did yes, you not, not Asian, right? What exactly? Like, I know people don't <laughs> like. It was immediately like, but why? And like, I know a lot of people don't have that same reaction here. And I guess my question is always like, as an actor, as a casting director, as even her like fellow castmates who were in the production, why is your immediate reaction like, but you not a dark skinned black woman? Like what? Right. And so like why I understand, and as somebody who, you know, acted and was in the theater world for a 
very, very long time. I understand that there is a lot of flexibility and freedom in, in being able to portray a certain character and to stretch the limits of your acting chops. However, when you're dealing with underrepresented groups and when you're dealing with real people, it is really important to stick to the story as it is, especially if it's never been told before. To my knowledge, there hasn't been, at least not any like no. widely widely watched movies, films, TV shows about Stagecoach Mary or like prominently featuring her. And so it's just like if somebody decided to do like a color bond casting of Hairspray, like or casted fucking Motormouth Mabel as like a skinny light-skinned woman. No, that literally goes against everything that that character is or it again in Stagecoach Mary's instance who that person was. Right. And so why would you why would you give her the role? Why would you, Zazie, accept the role? And why do you all expect us to support the film anyway? Because representation. Exactly. So I've actually been looking, like, I was like, there's, what is her actual name? So Zazie Beats actually is her, like, it seems like it's her government name. Like, I can't find anything like Zazie. Her last name is Beats. Like, her, like, Z's? No, it's it's just a one Z. But it's like, well, yeah, Zazzy beats, like, yeah, so, like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, Go ahead. Three Zs. So, but, like. Child. So, that's her real mm. name. But, so, y'all know my problem that I have with her is that, well, her and many other light-skinned Black actresses, um, particularly of, like, you know, mixed race and things like that is, like, as someone in theater and in entertainment who for the most part understands the process of how casting works um uh one i will say to zazzy beach no one held a gun to your head to play this role no one said that if you don't play this role you will never well i don't know i don't think anyone would tell you if you don't place uh this role that you will never act again I don't think that was the contract that you signed. Um, blink twice if your life was threatened to play this role. <laughs> Other than that, you have no excuse as to why you accepted this role. If like, And as an actress and someone who I'm assuming, you know, you are like not even an up and coming actress. You are up. You are here. Um, you're getting the roles. You're one of the, you're one of the, the it girls in terms of acting right now, like people are beating down your door for roles. So I know for a fact that you were not lacking in terms of work. Um, like many actresses are. So there's that, there's that. So no one was holding a gun to your head and your meals were not, uh, you were not missing meals. If you had missed, if you had not taken this role. Um, so there's that. So shame on you for taking this role because again, as an actress, um, with their salt, you do research for this role. Um, and so you should have seen like, what's, what's the role? Stagecoach Mary. It was a real person. Yes, it is. Let me, look up, let me look up a picture. Oh, this person is dark skinned. So why the fuck are you playing her? Why? My second, uh, uh question is for her agent and her management on her, her team. Are y'all stupid? Do y'all want to keep your jobs? Because right now she's actually getting dragged uh, as she should. Um, and you are, are partly to blame for it because you and yourselves should also be like, hey, 
uh, you're up for this role and they're asking for you, but we personally think you should not take it. As her management team, you need to know, like, as a as a uh, agent and as a manager, you need to know what the climate in entertainment is. And if you don't, uh, you know, you're not good at your job. So you're not good at your job. That's to her management team. That's always my issue. And that is why I do not care for certain actresses. And they do you know who they are. Amanda La. Amanda Steinberg, I'm looking at you. Listen. I do, I I cannot stand her because it's just like everything you do is either this was a role for someone who is brown skin or dark skin, or it is very much like I'm the white man's whore type of thing. And it's just like, why? And then Zendaya. I like you. I like Zendaya a lot. And she has kind of, I think she's starting to see the fact that like, she has become like, like she's really become a lot of casting directors. A lot of people who say they love black women, like they're cop out. And I don't fault her for like being kind of like put into that, that spot. That's kind of the design of like colorism, et cetera. Like, it's designed to make you feel just or or even if you don't feel that way it's designed to put you in positions that make you seem above but as a as some as an actor number one if you really do care about your craft the way a lot of these people say they do as an actor as a woman as a black woman and as somebody who i'm i'm making an assumption here but is a little bit more wealthy than others you have an obligation to to do better, especially because a lot of those actresses you just mentioned, Jelena, have this like, I guess, I don't want to call it an aesthetic, but like it's kind of part of their brand that they're socially aware and we're conscious and we're activists. And I want to do all these roles that are about changing the culture and pushing the protest and the narrative forward. And it's like, okay, great. But are you doing that at the expense of other black women who look different than you getting roles and a really good example i think of somebody who does it right is tessa thompson perfect example with the film that she is about to release there is roles and spaces and and stories and narratives about women like you as black women that you can participate in and tell and instead of trying to absolve or or take up all of the the rules that exist for us, you know, or women that look like me, or, you know, even, you know, women who may be a little bit different on the spectrum than I am, you know, you should be pushing, especially when you get to your Zendaya, your Dara Shahidi, your Amanda levels, you should be pushing for those stories to be told as well, because they are important. I'm very excited to see Tessa's movie passing. Um, yes. I'm, I'm so excited and I'm not, upset offended etc anything because that role is historically correct that role is made for someone like you and imagine if they cast ryan destiny to play right that role imagine imagine it would not make sense exactly but for some reason you all think it makes sense for light-skinned women to play roles that either are again, of historical figures who were actually real people who were actually dark-skinned. Or we talk about Amanda... Um, I'm so bad with last names. Uh, uh, Amanda Steinberg. Steinberg, yeah. Steinberg, to where in The Hate You Give, even though that character is not 
a real person if you read the book her description and even the cover art was of a darker skinned black girl so i i just don't i just don't understand why we continue like but the problem is that hollywood only wants white-skinned women to play roles for all black women Right. And as the the person who was a little bit higher up on the food chain, I'm not saying that light-skinned women are not black women, and I'm not saying that light-skinned women don't have challenges as black women and black actors. Y'all absolutely do. But it's your responsibility as somebody with a little bit more privilege to open up that space for folks. And then after that, after we kind of acknowledged and started making some tangible change on that issue, if we want to have some conversations about Chadwick Boseman playing Thurgood Marshall, about Taraji P. Henson playing Catherine and Hidden Figures and, oh, and Denzel in those instances then we can absolutely have those conversations however when Taraji was cast in Hidden Figures it was about four five more movies in the next couple months starring light-skinned black women what film is coming out in the next six months that has a starring role for a brown skin or dark-skinned black woman I will wait we will wait what film in the next year is slated what major film from a major studio is slated in the next year tyler perry studios don't count right now (laughs) it don't that also and we already know about black panther child child hello and also black panther 2 don't really count because we've already because we already know what it's about Mm -hmm. yes we're talking about about new new content again y'all complained that there were no light-skinned women in Black Panther, I could not believe it. I said, "Well, why?" Oh, I was sick. I was sick. I was like, well, like, why of all the times y'all want to complain, really? Like we ain't been watching light skinned women running around in Marvel for decades. For decades, like Zoe Zaldana is not in every goddamn movie. And mind you, she's <laughs> green. We know, but it's still whatever. Like, Zoe Saldana is there. Zendaya is there. Zazie Beach, you're fucking there. You were in Deadpool, right? And oh, also, also, sure let's not forget talking about Zoe Saldana. She played freaking. Nina Simone in blackface and a prosthetic <laughs> nose. Okay, light, light skin actresses. That should have been your wake up fucking call. That should have been like I'm never doing. That should have been like I'm never doing that shit. That that should have been like your warning. Exactly. Like exactly why y'all must have hard bottoms and like why you like that should have been your uh, learn by um, example and not experience. Mm-hmm. That should have been you- it for y'all. I actually I'm not gonna lie. I do like a few. I, um, I like is Avatar. Every movie that I, she's I don't even in, like Avatar. I, do, I do not like Avatar. I can do without her. In I every take. film that she has ever been in, I could. It's a good movie, and you happen to be there. But they could have recast this with somebody else, and I would have been fine. Oh no, I love Colombiana. Ooh, that is my movie. Nah, Ooh, that is my movie. I don't like that. I didn't movie. lie to you. She was kicking ass. She was kicking ass. But like again, that still does not absolve her. Shout out to to I can't know. I don't. I think her name is Courtney uh, Courtney Davis. No relation to the other Courtney Davis that we know. But she's a <laughs> she's from Delaware. Um, she's an actress. She's about to be in the next season of Insecure. Um, I think she she went. I think she went to Middletown High School. Jelena, like we we know she's like she used to run in our circles. But she put something on her. She's got like a huge social media following. Y'all probably seen her. But she put something on there. She was like, "Listen, I'm gonna need these action movies to stop casting these skinny ass women as well." Like we understand that, but also like you're not suspending my disbelief. If you weigh a hundred pounds in a wet t shirt and you tackling. 500 pound bodyguards and you taking out yeah. 38 bodyguards right. with no Scarlett weight Johansson. 
come on now oh, like immediately the math, her. the math the math is not mathing and i'm Somebody like listen you're right y'all could be included but put a little put a bitch with some weight and some muscle on there okay right. now if i fight now if me versus if it's okay you gotta bet a, a million dollars scarlett johansson versus dwayne the rock johnson or me versus dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> who you betting on who I you betting on, on you every yeah. time Exactly. If y'all had the same skill set, the same training, we both got a month with the same trainer. Who who's gonna who gonna win in the ring? Now you know who I'm like. Y'all should have been her. The actress from Loki, who's also in Lovecraft Country. What is her name? Could have used her. Now when I I see Denai Guerrero fight, I'm gonna say that makes sense. When Denai Guerrero be fighting, I'll be like, yes, bitch. Continue. It makes sense. that um, no questioning no no imagination required got it continue keep going like and i don't know about the door Bellotti. they just also maybe because of their armor it looks like yeah they they be mass like they look like they be working out they be them bitches be swole because carla johansson <laughs> is like i think there's also like as an as an actor like a lot of it is body sculpting and so just the same way that like men have to you know pick up weight, put on weight, etc. Like they not they wasn't gonna let skinny Chris Evans right. be like right. that they said, nigga, you gotta put on some muscle. Like, come on now. I'm not saying she gotta gain 200, 300 pounds, but like put a hoodie on the bitch. Like something. Right. A little muscle suit under there. Like I know y'all got fake muscle somewhere. And a fucking tank top with no bra. Bitch, you're fighting with no bra. No support. Just I'll be like, ouch. <laughs> All you gotta do is get punched in the boob one good time and she down. I need a good, I need a good sports bra to be an Avenger. I'm like, I need my sports bra to be. Listen, and they be in leather. I'm like, listen. I know y'all stank. In shorts, I be like, all this chub bra on the run for three days. I'm like, ooh, I know, ooh, I know y'all ripe. That'll get them out right now. Just the smell. As soon as somebody got on a long sleeve, anything or like a skin tight pant, I'd be like, "This is not real." I just be like, "Do y'all dry clean y'all super suits?" Because I really think y'all do. Because that's like, well, it lets you move. It's flexible. It's breathable. Mm -mm. No, it's not. You're lying. Because as soon as I have a fucking cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell, (laughs) it's over. And that's what I want after I fight Thanos. I want some Taco Bell. Smashing out of that bitch. Get me out of here. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Even the Hulk, he be having on jeans. I'm like, nigga, that's denim. That is denim. It's rich, but it's still denim. <laughs> Bruce, you don't got no sweat. Child. All right. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back with the next segment. What's up, you guys? Thanks for listening. We are going to dive right back into the episode in a moment. Just coming on to remind you to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok at the Bougie Black Girls. Links to that will be in the description, as well as the personal socials of myself and all the co-hosts. And you can definitely make sure you check out thebougieblackgirls.com for more content and some insight into what's coming soon. Now let's dive back in. All right, so we are back with something y'all need to hear. Um, and uh, if you feel a chill in the air, even though it's been kind of warm, um, but soon it's getting darker though. It definitely is getting darker. Um, 
but we are talking about uh, cuffing season uh, today and about how um, ladies be careful. We're talking about the, uh, I don't want to say the do's and don'ts of cuffing season, but uh, the warnings of cuffing season. Um, just so we can be prepared for this this uh, this new season of being cuddled up with somebody. Ladies, what are your uh, your warnings to, uh, I would say the ladies and the ladies uh, for, you never heard that, the ladies and the ladies? No, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. It just my caught favorite, me off guard. <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts, Jane where I first heard it on. But, um, I love it. Yeah, so what, do you, what, what are we telling the ladies and the ladies for uh, cuffing season? Hmm. Okay. Well, I had a revelation when I was cooking dinner like two days ago. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily cuffing season specific, but I think it's just like red flag specific. And so if you want to apply it to this portion of your life, I think it's very helpful. I think a surefire way to tell whether or not this is a man that you need to be in a relationship with as a full ass grown ass adult, um, ask him how many days a week he eats vegetables. And I feel like if he says, Really, I want to say anything less than seven, but I'll give people grace because sometimes we wild out on the weekends. And if he says anything less than five, I just think that's a sign that this isn't going to work. And so you should just find somewhere else to be. I can see. I like that. I like that. We've grown. Yeah. Yeah. I was, ta- I was starting to. We're not. It, it went down the toilet <laughs> very quickly. It was like, I was like, I'm cooking vegetable curry for dinner. And he was like, oh. I like curry, not with the vegetables, though. What? It's one thing to be picky with vegetables, because I know I am, but I'm going to at least eat the few that I eat. <laughs> you got to have, like, two or three. Yes, yeah, like, just like, whatever your, your preferred vegetable is, then Like, niggas don't eat lettuce? Like, it's a lettuce. Right. You eat lettuce? You don't eat salad? No. Here's some roughage. What are, what is your bowel movements looking like? I'm sorry, that was very listen. very vulgar. But like, listen, you don't poop. That's a fact. Are your pee a little too dark? It's a little too tangy. This ain't gonna work. Yeah, I need to know how much water you drink. Right, y'all gotta be Aquaman, but something. <laughs> 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 something. <laughs> Give us something. I don't know why that fucking sent me. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, I always gotta throw one out there. But yeah, like you know, you know, yeah. But also for me, so you know, cuffing season also means like that's when the homosexuals really need to yes have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Ladies, if he's trying to stay at your house after you have left the house, or or if he says he's between anything, between jobs, between places, that means he don't got either one. He so. needs to be between girlfriends too. Why are you talking to me? Right, because because he trying he between and stay there. No, mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. yeah. If he's between places, that means he does not need to be between you. And I don't have a problem with people saving their money, particularly here in the DMV, if you live with your parents. Because I have been one of them since the pandemic, because of the pandemic. But like, that's fine. But if you're like, oh, I'm on my cousins and my other other cousins and my friends' couch. It means that you probably want to be on in my bed because that's more comfortable because I have several sheets and they I have expensive sheets in a, in a duvet. No. With no job. Like, there's a difference between, like, I am, the economy is trash and I'm, like, working on shit, but I'm, like, gainfully employed and it's not my fault. Right. As opposed to, like, I 
don't have a full-time job, not because of, you know, unemployment or whatever, or just shortages, but because of, because it's, I'm actively choosing that. And yeah, like there's, y'all know, y'all know. And, and what I think kills me, my warning for cuffing season is that y'all be acting like you don't know that these niggas ain't shit. And you very well know with every fiber of your being that these niggas ain't shit. And then be fussing and cussing and crying and whining. You know, please stop it. And I you just don't want to be alone. Yeah, I get, and I get that you want somebody to be to be there to to do the cuddle stuff and the hot chocolate. But let me tell you, that shit gets old. That shit gets old when that nigga is scratching his behind on your couch, watching television. That when you pay for the fire stick, okay? Exactly. I know y'all you saw the insecure with the man. <laughs> okay. And that's, for, and that's for unless okay, and that, there's a difference between someone who is a couple who one person they have made the agreement for that one person to actively stay at home and take care of the house and they're on a one income uh they're a one income family because they can afford to be versus you just a bum and that literally goes for any gender i mean if you are just sitting there and you're in the house i work all day and I come back home and the house is disgusting and you have not, and you have, you have, uh, you have not done anything. And I'm not even saying like you have to clean, but you have not hired, like if you have the money to hire someone to clean and you have not taken care of hiring that person or making sure that that person has actually cleaned your home, however the house gets clean, it gets clean. But again, if yeah. someone's just sitting there and they don't got not a hobby not not a nothing and you come home and there's like nothing like nothing's cooked nothing's even purchased like you ain't got no Thai food waiting for me like if again ladies if you're in a house and that nigga did not cook he didn't do nothing all day and then he expects you to cook because you have a vagina get that man out your house all adults all fully functioning adults should know how to cook Five, Five meals. meals. Yep. And you even boil the grilled cheese. Cooking is so easy, y'all. Like it's if not. You it's not. Have to make spaghetti. Spaghetti and a salad. You barely have to cook the spaghetti. You don't have to cook the salad. Salad is can literally throwing some some ground beef. Like can you ground some ground beef and put some oregano and some t- and some pasta sauce on it, and then you just boil the noodles. Men. Do you have an instant that pot? Do you have an air fryer? There's too many. There's a too. Maker. Come on now. There Anything. are now too many tutorials on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram for y'all to be like, I don't know how to cook. I made sure that nigga, what you doing after this? Because you're not about to spend the night here. Or if you did spend the night, was after a few nights. But you're not gonna just spend the night here. Also, I had a boundary about like what hours of the night you could be calling me. If I'm in my bed already, and this was, of course, you know, when I was single, but like if I'm in my bed already and I get a call at nine o'clock at night, I'm sitting up, I'm watching my shows. People know me. If I'm already in my bonnet, I'm not leaving the house. If I bust the Talentia out, it's a wrap. No, but that's how I feel about everybody. It don't matter who you are. If I'm comfortable, I'm not coming. When when the lock sock comes on, that <laughs> don't don't ever ask me nothing else. It's <laughs> dead. 
<laughs> Yo, why did Locksock just take me out? Because I have a Locksock, <laughs> and I will put I will put her on. I miss you. I miss you. Can you come over? No. Did you not miss me at six o'clock? At, what? Why, why didn't you miss me at six o'clock? I could have. I could have come over, but like, or like, let's schedule something. Oh, I like to be spontaneous. No, nigga, you no. want to get, well, you, you get your dick? What? No. I don't have spontaneous <laughs> pussy. I don't. My. I need the prep for this. My pussy is very tedious. Like. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> My vagina is very tedious. She likes a strategic plan. Okay. My pussy's on a schedule, okay? This bitch is on a schedule. She she has a menstrual cycle every 28 days. She has regularly scheduled waxes. You're not about to just be up in this bitch at any time of the day, okay? She has a schedule and you will not be messing with her and and just run it up in her whenever you feel like it. No. And as an event planner, I actually physically cannot be spontaneous. My whole can't do it. no can't do it my whole i make a living off of planning shit like yeah. i cannot i even in my other jobs i was always doing and like planning like i like spontaneous asha left when asha graduated from college i am not spontaneous no more because i physically cannot be like my job requires me to plan out every single thing like I'm gonna so keep it a like back. I don't even think I was spontaneous like that in college. I think I was to an extent and I just think now like because of like my job and just cuz who I am I'm just not. But I still all to say like I feel like because my friends were so spontaneous I was like all right damn it. <laughs> somebody got somebody got like I should say we were spontaneous to an extent because again if I'm comfortable you would really have to convince me. Yeah, but yeah, don't be don't be so caught up in cup and season, y'all. It ain't. And also, if you gonna do matching pajamas, this is not tips. But this is just my qualm. If you gonna do matching pajamas, make sure they're cute. Like I know Christmas is coming up, and y'all be like just going to Walmart and buying any fucking thing. But like, make the pajamas cute, and and make sure that nigga look like he actually want to be there. Because sometimes y'all be so done up and be like, oh my god, my pajamas, we're together, and that nigga be sitting in the back looking like Berta. Looking like, tell yes. them that's miserable. Don't look nothing festive about the season. That look nigga look like he on death like row. You, you dragged him there. Okay, because he probably listen, he probably, he probably got another. He got a probably got another pair of pajamas that he got to put on later on today. And he mad. <laughs> We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. So we are now at our favorite segment, S uh, Black Girl Roundtable. So you can always email us and submit your questions anonymously at. So the email is askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. So this week we have our friend. She wants to re- remain anonymous. So she says, so me and my boyfriend have been together for a while, three years, and things have been going really well. Recently, we've been having a lot of disagreements about politics. He isn't a Republican or anything like that, but he doesn't believe in things like voting. He doesn't like vaccine mandates in schools, and he doesn't think that the pay gap exists between men and women. 
he's pretty open when we talk about stuff like this but every couple of months some new thing pops up and i don't know if it's something that i can deal with for the rest of my life do you think it's worth it to try and make it work or should i think about breaking up any advice would be helpful thanks and i really like the show well you're awesome because you like the show <laughs> so what are our thoughts lady um, I always ask myself these questions with a few questions. Well, one, if you want to have children, if that's something that you actually want, um, would you want to be raising children with this person with these ideals? Mm-hmm. Um, and you would, would you want these children to be, uh, your, your children to be affected by these ideals? Um, two, um, would you want to live with a person who has these ideals for the rest of your life? Or, um, you know, can you deal with someone who has these ideals for a longer period of time? Um, and do you think that his ideals will affect your life or the people's, the people around you's life that you care about? I, I think I'm there. I think the first thing I would ask myself is like, most of this seems like very political and so i think you have to ask yourself like how important is is politics to you in your everyday life to me as a black woman you know knowing that you're a black woman as well i i think we don't have the luxury for politics and things like this to not be a big part of your life like that's just where i'm at with it and so once you ask yourself that question, if the answer to it is yes, then I also think you need to, I don't think that, I think a lot of times as as Black people, especially if you're a Black person dating another Black person, we think that like shared experiences as Black people and being like a Democrat or liberal or whatever that bubble is that you kind of identify is as enough is enough. But as I'm getting older, I'm kind of realizing more and more that like, there is a lot more nuance to that than you think there is. That I think there are people who are a little too, you know, and some people who are more conservative than they would like to let on and, and disguise it under the umbrella of being a Democrat and being quote unquote liberal. And so to me, um, when I think about like what I would be willing to live with in my household is like, Oh, like, so for me, I know a lot, and I understand why Black people have skepticism with modern medicine, the political system, like I get all that, right? For me, I think that as as an African-American, there's too much that has happened in this country for you to not be involved in civic engagement. And the ability to participate in civic engagement as African-Americans is new. It has not even been a hundred years since we have been able to participate in the political systems in this country. So I think that some of that skepticism, I'm not going to say is misguided, but like we got to we got to have a nuanced conversation with that. So for me, I don't think I could live in a household where we're not voting and we're not teaching our children the importance of civic engagement. You need to to ask yourself if that's something that you can live with. Is that a discourse that you're willing to have in front of your children? Um, In addition to that, it's not just about am I voting for a Democrat or Republican? Am I voting for Black people, white people? It's also about what policies are we voting for? So for me, if they say, hey, we're voting on whether or not vaccines should be mandated in schools, I'm absolutely voting yes. Is he going to? And is that a discourse that you're willing to have? 
what are you going to do, especially with this note about vaccines, what are you going to do when it's time to vaccinate your children? Does he not believe that your kids should be vaccinated or does he not believe that people should have to be vaccinated? And I I get it. I think I I will also just kind of end with the fact that I think that the pandemic specifically has has made us realize a lot about people that we thought, you know, quote unquote, knew better. So I'm not blaming you for like not realizing it, but you know, if you're having doubts or second thoughts, you know, it's better to have these conversations now than, you know, after seven years of marriage. Right. I agree. Now, I agree with everything that both of you said. Um, The thing that stuck out to me from what she said was just like him, like saying that the big wage gap was not a thing that threw me off. Like that is, that is definitely a, a thing. Like, as, as much as I want to disagree, you know, I have my opinions about the vaccine and mass mandates and all that, whatever. That's definitely politics. But like, this is like hard facts. Like, there's data to support that. Like, how are you just going to ignore that? But it's also the fact that she said, like, it keeps coming up. So like, that's just right now that these are the things that popped up. So it's like, are you prepared for something else to come up, depending on what that something else is? And I, obviously, we don't know the like his race to for that to play a factor in all of this too because if anything else like i'm pretty sure he's black okay well that helps a little bit because i'm like you know anything social justice related as far as you know black lives matter anything like that like if that were to come up and he say something off the wall then what (laughs) i'm gonna just say it just in case he's not like you know stuff like that and like you said like is this something you're gonna be able to deal with when you have kids these things are going to come up. You have a daughter. He's what else is he going to say that could possibly be, you know, problematic? Yeah. Like I know to me, it's always, it's just, mm, I know it's always like people say it's before marriage, but I think maybe it's also helpful to to do it. Like if y'all are, if if you're following the trajectory of like we're going to move in together and in the next couple of years we're going to be married. Y'all ever seen them things online like, oh, like uh, so many questions you should ask, like have a conversation with your partner if like this happens, if you have a kid who winds up having disability, if one of you Mm -hmm. becomes like terminally ill, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it may be if you're if you feel like y'all are there in your relationship, it may be a good idea to like sit down with some wine, some alcohol and and go through these questions. And it's you know, I'm not saying that you need to make a decision right then and there after y'all have the conversation but I think that will give you a really good gauge on like what type of person this is because it seems like the past three years hasn't given you enough of an insight into that um and so it just it seems like since it didn't happen on the front end you need to do that work on the back end before you get any deeper into it um and don't be afraid to you know sometimes you gotta break up like shit and if it's just yeah if if it really was there because I agree with you with the questions like I've done that and it's not like a oh we're gonna sit down and talk about this I'm gonna catch you off guard and I'm gonna ask you these questions and then if it's a oh would you you know I know you're saying it in this context now but would your mind change and it's like no my mind wouldn't change oh this is definitely the end of it because if you're saying your mind won't change or certain you know depending on the topic this conversation is done the conversation is over with because that's a non-negotiable for me so yeah. I agree. I would do the questions. I like you will definitely gain a lot of insight just off of yeah. some simple questions. And when like I think about 
Go ahead, Ash. When my mom was like, my mom has always told me, leave no stone unturned. Like, literally ask all the questions that you can possibly think of. Because granted, like, even if, I mean, it's it's easier said, said than done to, like, break up with someone. But at the end of the day, let's say you spent five, five or three years with this person, right? You know, you would rather spend three years, three years with someone and just know when it's time for this thing to end than not end it after the three years um knowing that it should have ended at the three years um and then you end it at 10 because you have a big disagreement about something that is right there that you could have maybe nipped in the bud in year yeah. three now yeah. granted there are things that pop up and there's there are people who are like oh yeah i definitely do this and then when the thing happens they do the complete opposite right. that's not what we're talking about we're talking about when people have blatantly told you that this is how they feel and you ignore it or think it's going to change for some reason and it's probably not going to change um, yeah particularly when like we're talking about things like in terms of uh feminism and racism and you know basic public health right so like (laughs) you know so he's saying like oh i don't think there's a wage gap between men and women that is like you cannot argue with facts like there is a wage gap um it is it is what it is um and him saying there's not because him as a man he doesn't want to believe there is for or whatever his reasoning is you have to take that into consideration in terms of how one how does he feel about you as a person yeah what is it going to look like for you if you come home and talk about how you find out a male coworker who's been working there for, you know, two years less than you have is getting paid more money to do the same job that you've been doing. Like now you already know by him saying that, that you're not going to have support from home right. is or gonna maybe not in the way you? that you want. So is, it, is he going to advocate for you? Maybe not. And like you exactly. would want a partner to advocate for you. So and you can even also tell him how it makes you feel and if you want to do the research together and be like this is the, let's and if he's still like nah you really have to make some hard decisions because somebody who was like very set in their ways and very set in like i don't care how wrong i am i'm not gonna say i'm wrong because i don't want to be wrong you gotta really start making some hard decisions because that's that's gonna trickle into your relationship and into your lives mm-hmm. i will also just add that i feel like whether or not people want to admit it or not, your partner is very much a reflection of you, especially when y'all have been together for a very long time. And so I personally, when I meet women who are married to in relationships with men who are blatantly misogynistic, homophobic, um, transphobic, um, you know, again, don't be- like, and again, for perfect example, like, you know, if I was to have a conversation with him and all of a sudden, you know, out of the blue with no context, he just talked about well, the wage gap isn't real because we're talking about something that is jarring to me. And it also makes me, you know, whether it's intentional or not. And for you, like, obviously this is new information you didn't know, but like if with no context, I would have been like, oh shit, like, do you not believe that you with right. this man? Like, so, you know, you have to think about that. I'm not saying people's opinions are like the end all be all, but when you think about how you want to be perceived in the world and your personal relationships and your interpersonal relationships in the workplace, et cetera, your partner is, is absolutely going to be a reflection of that. And sometimes that can be a wonderful, beautiful thing when it's like, wow, this is a great person and I understand why y'all are together. And that makes me like you even more versus like, wow, I'm actually really second guessing who I thought you were. Um, 
and you know you gotta just just watch a man sometimes man because like you know again I can't I feel like a, a big red flag and I know it's very I don't want to say common but it's kind of tolerated at a level that just disturbs me in the black community you know men who are homophobic immediately know immediately mm-hmm. immediately know immediately know like can't do it and just you know it's it's a lot to think about i feel like the world is fucked up enough already like i'm not going to be dealing with this shit in my house exactly because again if again we talk about children if your child, child. exactly then what you, you, you don't you want cannot, kids i'm not again, coming i'm not coming home to you being a transphobic misogynistic you know homophobic racist whatever asshole like i'm not i'm not coming home to deal with the shit that I have with that, yeah. Absolutely, even if y'all don't want it, even if y'all don't want a fucking goldfish, I'm not doing that in my house. And so for and, and, if, and if that's something that people can do, you know, that's your business. But for me, we need we need to be on this. We need to like we need to be on the same wavelength. We could be like this much. Y'all can't see me, but it can be like microscopic space in between where I'm at and where you're at. And if you have questions on like, well, what in, in this scenario? And it, and I'm not saying like, oh, well, should they get hurt? Like, no, I'm talking about, you know, let's talk about pronouns. Let's talk about intersectionality. Yeah. Let's talk about when it comes to like the nitty gritty, really doing the work. That's okay to work through together, right? To, to discuss, to have discourse mm-hmm. on. I mean, literally like asking questions, learning together. That is completely different for being like, I don't think that... Um, gay people should have, have rights and I don't recognize trans people as people that's very 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 different it's very different that is a very much no for me that's like you get cut off I definitely have I like we have all been like nah mm-hmm. nah to guys who are like mm, yeah I don't believe it I'm not no. doing it but even I'm like doing it. let's say we have a student a, a child who does come out as trans talk me through how you would support our child in their transition what does that look like for you? Right. Are you going to allow a name change? Would you allow our, you know, let's say it's really young and, you know, let's say our child says they want us to move so they can have a fresh start. Would you be willing to do that? Like, you know, those are things that you need to, to, I'm not saying you got to yeah. have like a 10 point plan, but like, damn it. Like that's a, that's not a conversation a that you want to be having it's out of the blue. And, and I need, we need to know how, I need to know how you would at least start to navigate that kind of that, that right. kind of conversation walk me through that kind of life walk me through how that works for you let's say you know again i become terminally ill let's talk about that walk me through what our steps are what our process is what our plan is we have a you know i i hate to kind of use my own personal life as an example but like you know when my grandparents got older we had to have you know i think both my mom's mom and my mom's dad at various points come live with us that's a conversation that you need to have about what that looks like because that changes the dynamic of your household um Mm -hmm. you know and some people you know some people love their in-laws others don't it's some of it's some of my relatives y'all can't stay with me um and i'm sure you know if you know him and you know his family it's probably a couple folks y'all can't live here so you'll need to talk about that who can come who can't come you know this one is not it, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to think about. But, you know, I just, I hear so many horror stories from from people I know about not being believed when they were sexually assaulted as a child. And so that's also maybe a conversation, not even maybe, that is a conversation that you need to have right. before y'all get serious. 
what would happen if, you know, a close friend, a, you know, a cousin, an uncle, et cetera, you know, our child comes back and says that this is happening. What, what is our approach? What would you do? Are you somebody who's going to immediately believe our kid? You know, those are, those are things that you want to know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it sounds like you're having a lot of red flags already. And it just, it's probably a good idea to start, to start the process of, of making sure that, like, like you said, Asha, don't leave any stones unturned. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes with... you make those hard decisions, but it gets better. But, mm-hmm. you know, you make those hard decisions now, or you make those hard decisions later. Just like we right. said during the cuffing season snippet, relationships are not all sunshine, unicorns, and rainbows. The shit is not fun. And a lot of the time. Sh- a lot of times it is not. Yeah, well, not so a lot, we... but some of the times. <laughs> Because I mean, people. Like I seventy-five, twenty-five. Relationships should not. Be, yeah. Relationships are work, but they should not be like labor. <laughs> yeah. Like when people be like, "We've been through so much, so many trials and tribulations." Uh uh-uh. But we're here. I'd be like, ooh. Unless your trial and tribulation was somebody got hit by a bus or somebody was sick. No. Tr- yeah. Cheating don't count. Yeah, cheating is not a the ups and downs of relationships. No, it's not. The ups and downs of relationships should be like financial stress. Yes, I, I, don't like, like, I don't know if you remember this conversation, but we were having a conversation with with somebody that we both know, and she had said that she feels like if you want to date black men, that we should absolutely do a whole another segment on this on the show. But she was like, if you want to date black men in the modern age, you just have to deal with the realization that you're going to be cheated on. And when I tell you, I almost vomited. I have to tell you who this person is after this because I I need to. When I tell you, I almost vomited. I was like, you have lost. That's not the first time I've heard that. And I'm just like, why do you think that? Because I like, why do you think that? Why do you think that you deserve that? Right. And why do you also do you have this huge like image of black men? I mean, I know what we see on like instagram and on the, the blog you know, love and hip-hop and whatnot yeah love and hip-hop and all yeah, that shit like, don't watch too much tv stop get touch like you touch, touch some, some grass, grass. <laughs> i also just feel like i don't i'm not saying i've never had an issue with like cheating or anything like that but that's not like a a, a reoccurring theme in all of my relationships yeah right. I mean, i'm just like, like no, you don't have to like to date a and date a black man. You know that, like, do you? I listened to a podcast called uh, from Esther Perel. Uh, How do we begin about like married couples and like she does like their sessions. A lot of white couples cheat on each other, and I need y'all to understand. Yeah, this. The black, like, maybe because your community is is black and you feel like that's what you see. But there are so many, like, men of It was something races. to the effect of, like, if you wanted to get a black man of a certain caliber who has this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. Like, you're just going to have to be prepared for that. No. Girl, no. Men cheat. Will, white, black, green, purple, yellow. They poor, don't. rich. And you don't, right. and more importantly, you don't have you to, don't to have deal, to with, deal with him. You don't. You don't have to deal with him. Why is it so important? Why would you rather be in an unhappy relationship and be cheated on than be alone and fulfilled. And that's also, I really, I'm not saying that marriage is something that you shouldn't want, but in 2021, my my personal take 
I do not, I don't think women should aspire to marriage. Like marriage is not the goal. It's not the pinnacle. It's not the be all end all. Um, I don't even see, I don't see marriage as in and of itself as an achievement. Getting married, getting married is not an achievement. Staying married and being in a happy relationship and getting to the point in your relationship where you feel comfortable enough to get married is the achievement. But marriage, being somebody's wife, that title is not an achievement to me. It shouldn't, and it shouldn't feel like something you've won or it shouldn't be something that you've like earned. It should be like, we are, we want to be together. Or if it is like, oh, I've earned it, et cetera. He should feel the same way when he's like, oh, I've earned the title of her husband. Like, yeah. And a lot of times people who feel like, oh, I've won the title of wife, the man does not feel like, he's like, all right, well, she gets to be my wife. Incorrect. It's not how that works. You are right. Go see see a therapist, damn it. (laughs) I I definitely understand that I love this person, but we just have different views. But ask yourself, are those views that you just find different now are they going to be a hindrance in another three years and different views is that i don't know fucking clay aiken should have won american idol instead of ruben stutter incorrect sure but a different view whatever you're right. very much wrong but we can still coexist in the same household whether or not we're going to vaccinate our kids that's not a different view that's not a different view it's not at all those are different morals and values that you need yes, to be and together yeah. Yeah, that's to not figure out which ones. Yeah, agree. Those are more. So. If he does not believe that women, uh, he, in in simple like facts and statistics about like women and men, those are not different views. Those are different morals and values. That nigga is illiterate. <laughs> that's what that is. You can't okay. read, or you don't, or worse, you don't read. No. Terrible. I'm trying to understand yes. this. But with that being said, girl, don't make no rash decisions based on us. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. go, you know, go ask some questions. Go dig you a just, little deeper. And if yeah. some more red flags pop out, you know what to do. It kind of, this became a critique of like society as well, in addition to answering <laughs> your question. But just, you know, hopefully we gave you some things to think about and, and you can start having some conversations. I don't think y'all need to break up tomorrow, but like... If it's on your mind, it means that you need to you need to start thinking through some things. And you're seeing things probably more than what you disclosed here as well that have got you like, hmm. Uh, so yeah. just, you know, think it through. If you got a therapist, go talk to them, write it down, make a pros and cons list, make a, I don't know, a mind map, a chart or something. And just, yeah. Yeah. But good luck. Feel free to anonymously update us if things are... Uh, go one way or the other let us know we would love an update with that being said that's gonna conclude this episode of black girl roundtable <laughs> oh gosh the loudest oh. silence ever if you enjoyed this episode Please make sure you give us a rating. Share the podcast with anyone else who you think might enjoy. Definitely be sure to follow us on our socials at Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and Instagram. And definitely check out bougieblackgirls.com for any updates, info on what is soon to come. Um, anything else? Submit your questions if you'd like us to answer on air um, at 
at ooh, now I'm fucking up. At right. BGR at the bougieblackgirls.com. Um, that is all we have for you guys this week. We will see you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.